Today on the podcast, house rules, muffins, rations, airports, cereal, um, lots to get through on the podcast. Oh my God. You've got rules in your house. You need rules because there are more people in your house. Oh my God. You need to, I didn't realise how many rules I had until I started thinking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, no, leave your shoes at the front door, make sure you put your plate in the sink and... Don't leave your towel on the floor. of the. It's a lot of floor gear at our house. Don't leave stuff on the floor. It causes me a little bit of anxiety. It doesn't work with my OCD. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've so got rules. I broke one of my own. How does Glenn go with the rules? He respects the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he has to respect the rules. Sounds like he's afraid. Um, he can respect the rules or he can be a bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> um, muffin hack. The muffin man was here, of course, uh, sharing oh my all his muffin glory. Oh, so. my God. Oh, Just so brilliant. You're mm. so proud of yourself that you've come up with this muffin mm. hack. Did you read about it or is this something you've just walled off on your own? Nah, oh, a bit of column A, a bit of column B. Okay. Mate, like someone planted the it's seed. It's not right? a hack. Everyone's been doing that for, since the dawn of, of the muffin. The muffin. <laughs> if, if the muffin man can help just one person who enjoys a muffin out there, the muffin man's done his job. Uh, Ruth Ann Richardson, old ration and Ruth Ann. Oh, the ration challenge. I'm going to do it. Mm, good. I'm going to sponsor you. You be the mouth, yeah, I'll okay. be the money. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, I'm cool with that. That's teamwork. Oh, Jesus. That terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Airport Codes game was back for a Tuesday. And uh, cereal eating milk rejectors. A lot of people eating cereal with no milk. And yeah, adding something, adding a substitute. I don't, are you going to try it? Are you going to? Mm, mm. I've never been a cereal guy anyway. I mean, I know I said I was on air, but that was all radio theatre. Are you just lying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think no. if I do have a cereal bowl, it's going to be filled with Cheerios and some full fat milk. I don't think I could do Cheerios and like, oh, would you? Oh, I can't even say it. Apple and blackcurrant juice. No. Um, enjoy the podcast. Okay. I like this headline. Tropicana creates cereal to be mixed specifically with orange juice. No. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> Not a fan. I haven't tried it, so I guess I shouldn't knock it, but it doesn't sit right with me. I like this. Tropicana will release a cereal specifically intended to mix with orange juice instead of milk. <laughs> cereal has been a milk-based game for far too long. Forever. In my opinion. Since the dawn of cereal. Since the dawn of cereal. Dubbed the Tropicana Crunch, it is touted as the first ever breakfast cereal credit to be paired with the Tropicana Pure Premium. Now, that's a pure premium orange juice. This is a pulp-free base game. There will be no pulp involved in this combination. Tropicana Juice, Tropicana Crunch cereal. Don't know. What's the cereal, I hear you ask? Well, as described on the box, honey almond cereal. And the website claims that it has honey almond clusters as well. Well, would the website lie about the clusters? I wouldn't have thought so. After experimenting with various flavours and textures, Tropicana decided on a granola-based cereal because it can resist the acidity in OJ better than flakes can. So they've thought about this, which will become soggy more rapidly. So <laughs> sweet. Well, the honey almond flavour was there's... chosen to counteract the tartness of yeah, the orange juice. Yeah, but orange juice is sweet and tart. Mm. So there's like sweet on sweet on sweetness. Meh. Not a bad thing. Think of this like uh, like the first iPod. You know, you look back now, you're like, poof, click bit, wheel. Bit of a lame, bit of a lame invention. Idiots. And this is this set the way for greater inventions in the okay. future. So people will branch out from here. There'll be new cereals with with new combinations to go Who's, for. Okay, so who has started this not putting milk on cereal thing? Because it's been started somewhere along the road to mm. the point where now it's gotten to the boffins mm. at Tropicana and they've created an entire series. So they, they don't get products like this on the market to not sell to a captive audience. Mm. So, like, where's the audience? Where are the people who are just slapping on stuff that's not milk on your cereal? I'm going to go out on a limb and say the old men started it. 
old I think it's an man. old man's game. I think it's – my granddad, uh, may rest in peace now, but he was a big uh, sucker for muesli and water. What? <laughs> he loved it. Wow. <laughs> he loved it. And, like, not like the – not the trail mixy, like, oh, pa- pa- dried papaya kind of muesli, like just the just basically oats standing. and water. He loved it. Okay. Um, I remember one time me and my dad were going on a deep sea fishing trip when I was 11 and we didn't have any milk, but we had Sultana brand. He thought I'd get dehydrated, so he made me eat Sultana brand and water. Water? Traumatic. It, w- it was horrible. Um, I was crying. He was forcing me to eat it. It's probably a reason why our relationship's fractured to this day. <laughs> um, for me, I'm a sucker for mother's milk. Well, I'm a sucker for moo moo milk. I, I'm a slave to the udders, <laughs> but I'm open to trying different combinations and different things from time to time. Feel like, and maybe I don't know if this happened or if I'm just making it up in my head now. But I think my dad used to dabble in a bit of wheat bix and apple juice. There I'm pretty go. sure. There we go. And like, there we go. Like old man game. Yes, he's an old man. Yes, yes. it's dad territory and granddad territory. Yes. Cereal, not milk. Another liquid. That's what you're popping on there. <sighs> yep. 131060, high risk, high reward. Exactly like that. Your apple juice and wheat bix combos. Do we have cereal eating milk rejectors? Cereal eating not an oat milk mil- Not rejector. an oat milk daddy. Not no, a, no, no. Not you an mean, almond milk mama. No milk. No milks. Varieties. No. Cereals and juices, waters. I don't know. Cho- we'll accept chocolate milk. That's we'll- still milk. Still milk. That's still milk. Okay, won't accept chocolate milk. Good no, fun. we're not accepting chocolate milk because no. it literally has the word milk in it and we're talking about milk rejectors. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, good call. <laughs> cereal eating milk rejectors. No chocolate milk calls. Sandra, on thirteen ten sixty, cereal eating milk rejector. Oh, hi. I love um, cornflakes, mm. but I have to have the cornflakes just in the bowl and next to it I'll have a glass of either orange juice or lemon cordial. So I'll scoop the, the cornflakes into my mouth have a couple of munches and then rinse it down with orange juice or lemon cordial. Yes, a chaser. No milk today, it wasn't always I love this. That's like a production line it's, for breakfast. It's, that's, the full system going on. That so is that, wild. That, I mean, that's obviously going to stop this, the cornflakes going soggy. You don't want them downtrodden and sodden with lemon cordial. That's you just true. want a fresh hit, a fresh kick at the end. <laughs> lemon cordial. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Kellogg's and Cotties yep. for breakfast for Sandra. Okay. Kylie, hello. I think Sandra. Bye, Sandra. Uh, <laughs> Kylie, what are you doing? Cereal eating milk rejector? Well, not me, but um, quite a few years ago when my son had an issue, his doctor actually recommended for us to serve him up cereal served with orange juice instead of milk. Yeah, I love that. Okay, um, so but doctor that, goes right. like a um, lactose intolerance type scenario, like was the issue with milk? Well, it wasn't in my son's case, but I'm assuming that that's something along the lines. He was worried that the dairy products yes. were actually causing an issue. Yeah, right. So he told us to cut the dairy out. Cut the and, dairy. And bring the sugar in. Yeah. cereal with yeah. orange juice. Okay. And did it work? Uh, well, we didn't try it. Oh. My son <laughs> wouldn't. wouldn't wouldn't have it. I served it up to him once and he just looked at it and went, no yeah. way. No, no way, Jose. <laughs> no interesting yeah. that the doctor's prescribing that. That is interesting. Like but I guess if you can't have milk, yeah. I mean, what? Uh, that's, I guess so. I mean, uh, yeah. Have some eggs, I don't Weed. know. Yeah. Uh, Laurie on 131060. Hello. Good morning. Morning. Yeah, good. good. Uh, we, well, we're over here, I mean, in the dark ages, having, having Nutri-Grain with, with full fat milk. I mean, call me <laughs> no. crazy. No. no, no milk. Full stop. Ugh, no. Sorry, dry cereal all the way. Oh. Dry cereal. 
Yep. What's your yep. go-to? Great. You can put it. You can buy anything sugar-filled. Of I'm, course. Uh, shouldn't be. I'm a bit old for that. But, right. oh, yeah, I'm a fan of Fruit Loops, stick in their glass, stuck up bag in, like a packet of chips, yeah. um, cornflakes, yes. take a yeah. pop. None of that healthy stuff. No, no, no. That's all right, though. You're saving calories on all the liquid you're not consuming with it, so you can get away with it. Okay. Big Mama Crunch. (laughs) Good call. I like that. (laughs) Kicking it old school. There you go. It brings me back. Like, I remember I did used to have dry Frosties, actually. Oh, my God. As a kid. Frosties. Dry Frosties. And you'd eat them out of the box. Crunchy nut cornflakes. Another good one. In my brainwashing mother. Said, add some milk to that. Your mum's crazy. Old school. (laughs) Let me think for myself. Uh, Stacey. Hi, how you going? Yeah, good, thank you. Hello, Stacey. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Stacey. Oh, Stacey's called in. Uh, Hello. Cereal eating milk ejector? Absolutely. When I was younger, a bunch of us girls went camping when we were about 14. And, of course, being girls, nobody remembered to take milk. So we ended up having our Nutri-Grain with Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Two things that really aren't food. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it was, um, it was, it was great. Yeah. It was great for camping. Great. Would recommend. It was great. I mean, girls will be girls. Yes, we're off our rockers by 9am every Absolutely. morning. But yes. No fun. parents around. It was wonderful. Oh, that's fun. I don't mind oh, that. Oh, my God. Uh, one last girl, Sophie, on 131060. Cereal eating milk rejector. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you rejecting? What are you eating? So I have wheat bix, mm. uh, but I cut it in half like you would a bread roll. Mm. And right. I put Vegemite and butter on both sides. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like an so, ice cream sandwich. Yeah, it's, it's like an ice cream sandwich. With no ice cream. Yeah, with no ice cream. <laughs> I don't want to wetten up this wheat bix yeast. Now, the ration challenge is something that's happening 19th to the 25th of June. You can take up the ration challenge to help refugees. It's obviously good to raise awareness about this kind of stuff, but it's quite thought-provoking as well when you have that little package of, of the ration, of rations, which is what refugees get given literally that's it. all the week to survive on. And I think this is really important think- for people who you watch the news reports and you see people who are displaced out of their homes and you feel helpless. You're like... And I can't imagine what that stress is like for, you know, individuals and families alike. And you see these devastating wars waging overseas and you're like, what can I do? How can I help? And this is a really powerful and practical thing that anyone can participate in in June, the Ration Challenge. And to talk us through exactly what it is and how it's going to help people, Ruthann Richardson is joining us from the Ration Challenge. Hi, Ruthann. Good morning. How are you? We are so great. And I was so um, excited to read about the Ration Challenge this year. And I guess the goals that you have for, we want to fundraise. Um, It's all, you know, in an act for peace. And what the Ration Challenge represents, I think, is really great for anyone, including school kids, to just become more aware of what situations are like for people in less fortunate situations. So can you talk us through, like, give us the spiel on what the Ration Challenge is and when it is and how we can get involved? 
100%. So it's, it's exactly what you said, and I couldn't have said it better. It's such an empathy-building experience, which I think um, is what makes it so powerful. But the ration challenge is, is one week, um, and basically for those seven days, you eat the exact same rations that our partner in Jordan is distributing in refugee camps to Syrian refugees living there. So we've taken a box which would normally feed a, a family of six uh, for up to a month, and we've you know worked out the figures and brought that down to one person for one week. Week. And that's the that's the tiny little box of food that I know you have sitting there as well. I have it right in front I of me. I thought that was for a day, Ruth. And that's ridiculous. I know. <laughs> it is like it's dried chickpeas, it's some rice, some lentils, a tin of kidney beans, some sardines, and then there are a couple of like stickers that um in in real world circumstance the families can take and cash in at like a local grocer. So you can actually get a coupon for some right extra rice and some flour and that builds out that ration box but oh, it is still... you know you know it's you know it's a, a bad end of the stick when you got a, a, a flour voucher not even like for any vegetables <laughs> or anything it. it's just to thicken up your rice it is ridiculous that is, that is what that is what these people are, are living with and living through and surviving on and it is very confronting when you receive a box that's smaller than an ASOS package and that is what people are, you know, surviving on to put it into context. So the idea is that people take on the challenge to just consume the rations for one week during Refugee Week. Is that right? That's exactly it. So it's during Refugee Week. You live off of the rations for one week. It's an incredible way, I think, of building awareness because we talk about it. We think we, you know, might have a sense that we might have an understanding of what that is. I've done the ration challenge a few years. I mean, I order the supplies in the boxes and I still get surprised when I see mm. the size of the box. I think it is such a confronting thing to open that up and see how little food there is there. And, and taking that on day after day. And there is, look, for most of us, there's probably enough food in there. Take two kilos of rice all up. I want to use the coupon. I've, I've never gotten through all of my rice, but there's no choice. You don't get to choose yeah. what you want to eat for dinner. Everything is a lot of work. As you said, even the chickpeas are dried. You have to soak them overnight before you can cook them. Like it's just so much effort in everything that's in there and so little autonomy and choice in what you're eating. And and you mentioned it already. It's, you know, it's seven days, which is hard, but for these families, it's it's day after day, week after week, year after year with no end in sight. And so I think it's such a, when you get to day seven and you know that the next day you get to go back to eating normally, I mean, your thoughts just kind of are consumed by what you might have for breakfast the next day. Yeah. But you realize that that's not an option for refugees. It's it's very humbling. It's like the most depressing episode of Ready Steady Cook <laughs> with Peter Everett you've ever seen. Like yeah, it's, it's just, it is. It's like what what today? Chickpeas, rice, or lentils? What's what's that's your dish? It. That's Ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. And that's that is the reality for so many yeah. people. And you know we we live in a, a society where our you know biggest conundrum is like, well, what do I have for dinner? There's so mm. many choices. We have decision fatigue on dinner. And so for me, this really hit home and, I, and I, I just was like, I really want to do this and just, I think, put myself in someone else's shoes yeah. and extend that empathy and, and hopefully be able to fundraise to contribute and feel like I'm helping somebody else along the road. So you guys are looking for 4,000 4, Australians to take part together this year. Um, and the, the goal is to raise $900,000, which is going to bring um, – help bring emergency food, healthcare, and life-saving support to the people who need it most. So such a worthy cause. 
if you want to get your empathy boots on, this is absolutely a way that you can do it. Um, we're going to have all of the details um, on our social media with Maz and Lakey on socials and how you can get involved in the Ration Challenge this year. And it's um, it's mid to late June. That's right. And it's an incredibly supportive community. It's a great challenge to be a part of. And um, we'll support you every step of the way. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. Yeah. And thanks for being a part of just something that really is going to help make a difference in someone else's life. Yeah, oh, cheers. Thanks for having us. Good on you. Lakey. Morning, Maz and Lakey Airline passengers. This is your captain speaking. We're going to play a game now called Airport Codes. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's Shy Guy's Airport Codes game. Shy Guy peruses mm. the airports of the world. Figures out their three-letter code. The I-A-T-T-A no. something code. <laughs> it's still... I-A-T-A. I always adding an extra letter. I do always. I thought it was a double letter. It's no. that code you see when they put the barcodes on your luggage. Yep. Yep. L-A-X. Yep. That kind of thing. L-H-R, London Heathrows. Yeah. Yep. Uh, your old... S-Y-Ds, your Sydneys. On the departure screens mm. and the arrival screens, mm. those codes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how good are me and Maz at figuring out the city that the airport code comes from? Tra- not very good. Traditionally, I usually beat uh, you at this game. Yeah, you're very good at this game. Sometimes I lock in. Sometimes I really get in the zone. I'm yeah. feeling this morning, after I blow my nose, I'll be in the zone again. Here we go. This is a... No- Lakey's got a good nose blow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the pressure? Did you hear me depressure? <laughs> was that the yes. pressure? That was me depressurising. Yuck. Um, yeah, gross for everyone, but we all know the feeling. It's great. That was very horrible. Oh, that's good. That may be my final blow. That may be the one that's cured me. You're cured. I, I don't think I'll need a blow again now. Till my next sickness. That was that good. That noise yeah. was... That's been happening in my head for weeks. Make that the secret sound. That was <laughs> that's good. the secret sound. We found it. That was good. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, yes. Yeah, so I read out the uh, IATA. I'm so that. proud of my sinuses. Could you not have done that before we turned the microphone? No, so you were no. saving the gold. Saved. You did it on air it? yesterday too. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so I read out the IATA <laughs> code of an airport. Well. There's 40,000 airports in the world, 20,000 of them in America alone. Mm. Um, so I will read out the code. You guys need to tell me the country mm-hmm. uh, and the city it belongs to. So, for example, LAX would be Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Los Angeles California. Yeah. Cool. First one. A C Y. Antarctica. No. <laughs> Country. Arkansas. No. Arkansas. Uh, um, USA. <sighs> I don't Arizona. Like, don't like these. No. I'm so bad at this game. A C Y. A C Atlantic City. Got it. You again. Come on. In New Jersey. New Jersey, the Vegas of Jersey. Uh, C-U-N. Easy. Easy, guys. C-U-N. C-U-N. Hmm. Do you know? Are you, no. are you saying easy? Face. Why are you saying easy, then? Just think if people were trying to think out loud, they might. Oh, mm. C-U-N. Mm. Mm. Country? <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> Oh, Cancun! It's Cancun. Oh, Get around me! Cancun! Very I've careful with that one. The big Cancun. The big Cancun's fun. Uh, HLZ. Helsinki. Nope. Oh. HL. Come on, man. You can do it. Come on. HLZ. Yep. HLZ. Hazelhurst. No. Mm. Country? Hawaii. No. Honolulu. No. Let me tell you the country. Oh. New Zealand. H. Uh-huh. H. Hey, stop miming over there. 
You did it yesterday for one second song, Ed. Ha. Huh. I only know Christchurch and Queenstown. Come, Come on, guys. Yeah. New Zealand. H. You just don't pay enough L. attention to the Z. small cities in New Zealand. No. No. Should we I know? mouthed it to you. I, I don't lip read oh. very well. Pass. Pass. Hamilton, New Zealand. Oh, Hamilton. Yes. Hamilton, Hamilton International Airport. Yeah. Hamilton? Hamilton. That's a musical in my world. Yeah, well. Uh, T-R-O. Toronto. Wrong. T-R-O. <laughs> Country? Uh, Australia. T-R-O. T-R-O. Tropical North Queensland. No. State. Uh, New South Wales. No, no. Damn. Mm, 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 T. Have we been to that R- airport? We have not. Oh. Are mm. oh, you? Mm. New South no. Wales. No. Are you sure? I'm very <laughs> sure this place is in New South Wales. Uh, Maybe I can find out what it's famous for. Hang on. Tamworth. No. I have no. Uh, Manning Valley mean anything to you? No. Manning Valley? Manning Valley. Um, Mid-North Coast, New South Wales. Yeah, I know the Mid-North Coast. Mm. But so that's all at 1831 tea? by William Winter. Does uh, it start with T? Yes. Population of 26,381 people. What? Nah. 317 no. kilometres away from Sydney. It's Tari. Oh, yes. Tari Airport. The big T. No points there for the big T. Uh, I'd like to get my passport stamped when I go on a flight. Okay. Not in Tatari. Well, well, you might get it stamped on this one. M-I-L. Milwaukee. Milan. Wrong. Milwaukee. Yes. Yes. Milan. 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 Italy. Milan. You need to get this to win. I know. Um, O-S-L. Osaka. No. We've done that before. Damn it. <laughs> um... Oh, Oslo. 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 Oslo in Norway. We've got some house rules at our house, and I, I literally just then I was like, oh, I, maybe I should write down a couple of them. Just to, and I'm like, oh my god, the list is really. Long. Oh wow, the Ten Commandments over there. <laughs> <I can't even laughs> this is just off the top of my head. Oh. So it's not like we have this like family mantra and like a list of yeah, we don't have the Ten Commandments like you know, like branded into the mm. back door or anything. But... Henry, refer to Appendix 1B. <laughs> what has mummy written? But in, I think with family dynamics and, the, you know, we've got a blended family, so there's different kids at different times and we've got a little one. And... Different rules for different kids? Um, Yeah, kind of. Mm. Well, we try, and, we try and treat them all equally, but it's little things that it's like this unspoken rule that all of a sudden becomes a thing that you say. Like when the kids are finished with dinner, we now say like they're all at an age now where they can take their plate and they can put it in the sink. And it's like, you know, we, we don't, we haven't done like full chores for everyone yet. Like, okay, it's your night to do the washing up or your night to do the drying up or anything. Our dishwasher's broken, by the way. So annoying. But it's like, you're all at an age where once you finish the meal, you can say, hey, thanks. That was a great meal. May I be excused? Yes. Take your plate, put it in the sink. That mm. They're the kind of rules that I'm talking about. So it's little things like when we leave the house and go somewhere, take a water bottle with you. 
so that I don't have to worry about finding a bubbler when we're out and about and oh. you get cranky because you're dehydrated and you've got a headache. Yeah, that's good Just rule. take some water with you and stay hydrated. You're good responsible rule. enough mm. at age 10, at age 8, and I'll look after Henry for that one, which is oh. even though he reminds me, Mum, you forgot oh. my water bottle. Yeah, Mum, rule right? 4B. So it's stuff like, yeah, so plate in the sink, leave your shoes at the front door, don't mm. want to have shoes in the house, don't want dirt all through the house. So it's like, get home. Oh, I remember stay, that when I came to your house for that sleepover. The, the yeah. first thing I was like, oh, yeah, guess I'm walking around in my sockets all day. Shoes at the front door <laughs> okay. if yeah, you can, because then you're not going to, you know, traipse mud through the house, which is fine. Mm. That's not that hardcore. Yeah. Is it? I, I always get a bit weird when you know, shoes off at the front door. Oh. Fine. Not in my house. Well, I'll wear my shoes through your carpets. <laughs> come, come over. Make a mess. Hang your towel up in mm. the bathroom. Have a shower. Put your towel back on the towel rack. Simple mm. stuff like this. Okay. The, the one that I've kind of... Sorry. Have a clear. Yeah, have yeah. a clear. You've been holding sorry. on to that one for way too long. <laughs> um, one that I've been kind of going on a little bit about lately is don't throw the footy in the house. And it's because, like, so Glenn is coaching the under-10s rugby club and Jake, my 10-year-old stepson, is on that team. And then Henry just loves his little rugby tots footy. So the three boys do, like, they they hang around in the backyard and they chat past the footy to mm. each other. They do little drills. And mm. Henry will get his little green chair and sit there and pretend to be coacher and just, like, yell at people. He's like, I'm the coacher. Dad, <laughs> score a try. Like, he, it's adorable. Mm. But my big thing is, like, just don't chuck mm. the footy around in the house because – Something might get broken. You might throw it into someone's face accidentally. Like just mm. footy outside. But oh no, I don't know what possessed me to do this the other day. Oh, and I oh, broke no. my own house from 131060 if you have ever done this. I just wasn't thinking. And so in the middle of our dining room at the moment, um, we've got this round dining table. And we've got a mezzanine level now because we've got a second level, right? So there's this really sort of nice, you could call it a backboard type scenario where the mezzanine level is. And so the fam, my brother was over and the, the kids and my bro, they're all having their dinner. And I I don't know whether I'd eaten before. I was I just wasn't at the table. And I had Henry's little rugby tots footy. I do not know why I did this, but I just threw it up to the roof in the mezzanine. house. It bounced off the mezzanine backboard and it landed in the middle of the dinner table. And for, it was like, it was a trick shot that I did not plan because it managed to miss everything on the table. There were bowls of food. There was mayonnaise. There were cups full of water, soda stream bottles. And it just landed smack bang in the middle and then bounced off to the ground. And Glenn's face, oh, dear Lord Jesus. He was like, if I had have done that, I would be in so much trouble. I'm like, yeah, but like it landed in the middle, babe. It was so I got in so much trouble. Yeah. I broke my own house rules. You broke your own house rules. I don't know what I was thinking, no. but it was such a good shot. God, I wish nah, I'd trick shots aside, no throwing footballs in the mezzanine. <laughs> oh, my God. Busted. So busted. Maz and Lakey. Uh, the Muffin Man's in town, guys. It's Maz and Lakey. Uh, Lakey stepped down the studio. The Muffin Man is here. Oh, do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? Do you know the Muffin Man who lives on Drury Lane? Um, I've actually relocated to Way Bossett Street. Um, <laughs> <What>? the, muffin, <laughs> the, muffin man, the Muffin Man is here.
Hey, into. Muffin Man. The Muffin Man is here. Hello, hey. um, hello, Muffin Girl. Uh, hello, Muffin Boy. <laughs> <laughs> muffin Girl. Hello, my Muffin Children. No, no, no. you guys are just humble learners just of the Muffin. Human. So much to learn in the Muffin game. This is a very visual break, by the way. So everyone who's listening is going to have to listen very hard. Um, so we all know an English muffin, right? All yes, the savoury muffin. Yeah, English muffin. Love an English yeah. muffin. Yeah, it's good We've stuff. got a bag of them yeah. here. So yeah. Bought in a, a nice... Uh, Do one each? Yeah, yeah. Grab a tip top out of there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you'll notice <laughs> that, that the muffin is a little bit cut, isn't it? Like it's a little bit serrated mm. around the edges, yeah. but yeah. it's not fully cut. Yeah. It's not fully oh, cut. God, it smells so good. Mm, yeah. It does smell good. I have not had a carb for 22 days. <laughs> this is Ooh. torch. <laughs> now, with the muffin, you've got a selection of knives there as well. Oh, yes. You've got a little plastic knife. You've got a serrated knife. Yeah. Big old, bre- Ooh, big old bread knife. That's a good bread knife. Where did you get that? Like- in the kitchen. Oh, in the is- kitchen. In the staff kitchen. Yeah. And oh surprisingly large yeah. amount of very sharp knives. Yeah. Knowing a couple here. of staff yeah. members <laughs> in this building, I don't know if I'm comfortable with the staff kitchen knife to staff ratio around here. Terrifying. Should be on a lock and key. Mm. Um, but where are all the forks? That's my that's question. That's a solid question. <laughs> well, I took some of those home. I did not. Did you? Short. Yeah, and one of those little squeegee sponges. Oh, that's why it's not even. <laughs> I haven't spent money on dishes for years. Oh, my goodness. Never okay, the, anyway. Nevertheless, the muffin man is in town. Back to the muffins. Um, so the English muffins, we all know what an English muffin is. Serrated around the edges. Now, what would mm. you do? Hypothetically, you're about, to, you're about to enjoy a muffin on a Saturday morning. What are you going to do? I mean... What knives are you doing? What, what's your strategy over there? I would just, so I just need the small, the plasticky, buttery knife. That's to, all I need. To cut the muffin? No, you just, you do, you just, no. you just open ah. the muffin like this up. Yeah, you just. With my hands, just peel it open like yeah. that. See? I don't need, you don't need to cut a muffin open. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? What, well, was that well my hack? hack's not going to save me. <laughs> <laughs> Was that your you hack? You don't do well, this? I, no, I've, I was going to open it with my hands, but a different way. But it actually takes longer than the way you guys do. <laughs> oh. That's fair. I mean, it's not perfectly. Yeah, well, that, but... okay. No, no, no. Okay, so the shy guy, maybe the, you're, you might be the muffin expert. You've had a pretty yeah, clean tip. But look, but look at the end there, you've yeah, got a little, yeah, you've got a little, little thing. So perfect bit, but yeah. who cares? Well, you will care when you've got to put that in the toaster and it's dragging along the sides and you've got one little crusty bit on the end. Shy guy's done the same. Oh, he's got, oh look at that. Oh, there's a little bit of a hang. He's got a growth. He's got, he's got a muffin tumour in the middle. You're doing it wrong. It's not going to ruin the toast. You don't put these in the toaster. Why? You put them under the grill. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a thing. Well, anyway, well, the, well, the, muffin, the muffin man still has a good hack for you. Okay, so, go on. So instead of just tearing the muffin like that, okay, what you've got to do, go. squeeze the muffin. Give okay. it a squeeze yeah. and then rotate it, it in your hands. Squeeze and rotate. Oh, I see. Squeeze and rotate. And look, the muffin's coming apart. Okay. And yeah. what? Hang on. No muffin tumours, no growths in the middle, no jagged parts if you don't have a grill. Yeah. Muffin man. No. No, you've got a growth. No. You can't claim that. You failed at your own hat. All right. It would have taken longer to tell you. I'm going back to Way Bosses, where I'm appreciating. It's Lego Masters on Channel 9 last night. The Masters were crowned. Your next names I read out. Will be the winning team of Lego Masters 2022. Joss and Henry. (laughs) Yes, Joss and Henry. They join us on the show this morning. Morning, Joss and Henry. Henry and Joss.
Good morning. Good morning. Now, I don't know if we're allowed to speak about this, but we were speaking about it about 10 minutes ago. Oh, this just blew guys, my mind. Because um, okay. it's pre-recorded, guys. You, you need to pre-record an ending where you're celebrating like you've won. And then I assume you've also got to record one where you're... Well, you're con- not. Consoling, like you've lost. That must be weird. And then you don't find out until last night who won. Well, losing, saying, saying lost is a strong term. Oh, sorry, second place. No, 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 that's okay. Yeah, uh, it's it's a funny thing, but like it was so, so real, like what Brickman said, all the endings. So it's, it's not in any way um, like it was insincere and, you know, that we had to act or anything for the ending because you really did feel both ways. Yeah, you know? no, I mean, it must it must just be with her that you guys find out whilst yeah. you're watching it last with night. With everyone else. Because we found out we were chatting to you guys yesterday afternoon. I thought, oh, do I fire a text? No, I don't want to ruin the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to ruin the surprise. <laughs> No, it was it was really really awesome, and we got to watch it with all of our friends as well. Oh, like, that'd be fun! Um, That's nice. all the all the other contestants, all of our friends, family. Like it was so so wonderful. The the energy was just electric. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I've got a question. We so you've got twenty eight hours for this final challenge, and it's it's just absolutely epic what you guys were able to accomplish in that time. Are you taking snack breaks? Like, is it twenty eight complete hours with no? break or sleep. Got to let you... the masters rest, surely. Yeah, you've got you yeah. to have a strategy Straight there. What's, what's your strategy? Uh, um, quite a few yeah. ch- chocolates, favourites. Chocolate. Um, <laughs> lots of water as well. Hydrate mm. is very, very important to keep hydrated. Um, luckily, they did let us sleep, so it wasn't 28 straight hours. Okay, yeah. Um, which would be devastating, and I think you'd, you'd see it in all of us. <laughs> uh, mm. Well, I mean, you do need a little bit of rest to to create. I mean, what you guys have created is absolutely in, it's in, insane, insane, it's, impossible. Yeah. Beggars, beggars belief. Um, I'm mean, saying we've come to know on, on Lego Masters, the giant monster, the animated Japanese figure Kaiju. I mean, it's the Mecha Crab that I think got you over the line. It's the Mecha Crab for me. Oh, I, I agree. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. A hundred grand got a hundred hundred grand and fifty dollars as well. Biggest prize in uh, Master uh, Master Chef Lego Master Lego history. Masters. Um, what are you guys going to do with it? It's obviously splitting it. House, house deposits, is new Lego a, set. Is it a 50-50 split? Mm. It's a 50-50-50 split because Hamish's special pineapple will be um, getting framed. So. Oh, that's oh, yeah, nice. nice. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and any plans, like, will you continue building? Do you, you know, do you head to the European countries and try and get a gig at, you know, the big mm. Lego house that they've got over there? Yeah. That looks amazing. That's that's. That's my plan for is, sure. Is that I've, the dream, really? When, yeah, I'm gonna take this take this thing and run with it. I'm plan to apply for a job as a Lego designer ASAP, nice. and yeah, hopefully you'll see Lego sets designed by me on shelves sometime yes. soon. Oh, well, that'd be great. Well, that, lads, oh, look, good luck. Well done. Uh, you should be super proud of yourselves taking out the uh, season four of Lego Masters on Channel Nine. It's obviously available on Nine now. If you didn't catch it last night, and dollar um, twenty seven odds, still juicy on Sportsbet around this time yesterday. So. <laughs> I put a tenner down, got two dollars seventy back, and, uh, and I'm a bit of a renegade. Hey. I won't be reporting that to the ATL at all. <laughs> You're not going to so. frame that. No. <laughs> put a big penny, piggy bank jar. Thank you, Henry and Joss. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for Maz and Lakey. But you can catch any moment from the show anytime you like. Download our free listener app, then search for Maz and Lakey. Follow us, and you get anything you missed and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. Maz and Lakey.